Are you going to turn off the debate in the background? Or I don't have a debate on. But press the... I'm I'm taping it. Press the sap button so you can get Spanish commentary. We are live from the debates. We are live in St. Louis, Missouri at the debates right now. I can tell you what, Kenny, the scene out here is electric. It is electric out here on the streets of brotherly love. St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> we're we're right outside of Ferguson. We're on the the corner yep. of Mondale and Martin Luther King at the the <laughs> McDonald's and Church's Chicken. I just I just finished robbing a convenience store just because it's a Sunday. <laughs> wow! I'm going to Best I'm I'm going to Best Buy next for a big screen TV just because Hillary Clinton's on TV, so I need a big screen. <laughs> oh man! So you can vote for that so, much harder. This I got to write. This debate's killing me because I I can't stand it. I can't stand everything. It's just it's the ultimate. This is the ultimate slugfest, right? I mean, not just not just like beating it out, but just like the slugs, the bottom of the earth people, the politicians, e- the reporters, the media, evil, the everything. Evil, evil, evil being called good and good being called evil. She wants to bring up about the friggin' thing he said 10 years ago on a bus with Billy Bush joking around like guys, like a billionaire would. Yeah, it's not the nicest thing in the world, but he didn't rape some girl. He didn't grope her. Yeah. You know, he, did, he didn't have sex with somebody in the White House cheating on his wife, Hillary, you dumb bee. Here's the but thing, he did end up marrying Miss Universe, which is cool. Well, the Miss Her- Universe thing he brought, she brought up is bullcrap because that was all proven a well, lie, no. and she's she's completely walked away from it because Donald tried to help her when she got fat. Well, no, she I ate s- too many freaking Enchiritos <laughs> and Taco Bell. Well, I said I said he married a Miss Universe, right? Isn't Melania? Wasn't she a Miss Universe? Oh, I don't know about Melania. They're talking about the Miss Universe that you know. Won I know. And then I'm she got saying fat. that he would. He is able to get the ladies. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. Bill, Bill wishes he could get the women that Donald gets. He can't stand it. So Bill, what Bill does, he goes with his pedof- convicted pedophile friend to their private island, and they get in. You know these these uh, uh, underage girls that are slaves. It's a, just a fact. I mean, just look it up. I mean, it's just a fact. Nobody wants to talk about. Look it, it up on because the elite the elites and oh. their their sex trade child sex trade don't you know want to know any, anybody to know it I saw honestly when hillary on it hillary opens her mouth and it's just it's straight lies right there's no no truth that comes out of her mouth none no and america america knows it. i'm telling you i'm telling you america sees it even without this good debate america didn't is not going to fall for her bullshit i still say he they wins are. in a landslide she no no hillary's going to win you better shut up. <laughs> Hillary's going mean, to win. Th- I'll, I'll come through this effing computer screen and rip your freaking lungs out. Hillary's winning. Or the I saw a poll on Fox News like 75% to 25%. Oh, bullshit. That's a freaking lie. That is a total lie. What they, I hope what'd they, so. What would they do? Go to Harvard to take that poll? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's... Uh, I just wish here's the thing I like it that Trump's not a politician and I like it that he interrupts her and he calls her her bull crap out and all the whole thing but um he needs to learn just a little bit more 
He's polished in this interview. So honestly, in this one so far, and his responses that he's been doing videotape responses to all this B crap that she's pulling, they've been really, uh, they've been really polished. They really have. They've been very presidential. I think he's being presidential tonight. He isn't getting, he hasn't raised his voice. He's not shaking. He's not getting all nervous. He's just telling the facts, telling the truth and putting it back, which he should have done the first one. And so finally he realized and she just sits there and says, that's not true. But it's a lie. I mean, right. everybody, everybody's seen the FBI report. You right. friggin' scrubbed and bleached all the friggin' emails. Now, shit. <laughs> She's a lying bitch. She is. <laughs> well, and, and for her to say that, you know, he's uh, doesn't have a good temperament to be president. He's unpresidential, all this other stuff. How I mean, is that the pot calling the kettle black? How she in no way deserves to be president or is presidential or that's you know, the can, point. That's the point. That's the point. I mean, she wants to say that he doesn't have the temperament, but yet she got all the, the Americans killed in Benghazi, so it means she probably just set the nuke off. She backed the friggin' Iranian deal where she gave the most belligerent terrorist com- country in the world a hundred and fifty billion dollars and nukes. I mean, it's you talk about temperament. I mean, she's a complete, you know. And did you hear the most recent videos that just came out about her saying no. that we want open borders, we mean a global government, and bankers are best suited to know what's best for the people of the world? She actually said that. Look it up. Look it up. She actually said those words. That that yeah. That did should we disqualify just... her alone? Yeah, it should. I don't think people, I don't think the average American even understands what's going on. I really don't think they do. The problem is people get to vote that have no intelligence. Yeah. I understand. They still get to vote. But you know what? They don't even care. They don't even know who the vice president is. But they're out there, you know, rollerblading and smoking their dope. Or there's, you know, business women <laughs> who think blading. that their shit. Or, or, or business women who think their shit doesn't stink. So they're like, oh, feminist movement. Go power, power. Did you hear the two leaders of the feminist movement recently? I think it was this past week, did their video and said, hey, look, you know, how in the world did you guys vote for Bill Clinton knowing that he's raped multiple women, was impeached, yeah. had to pay fines, and they, they were honest. They said, well, here's the thing. We believe in the progressive movement of abortion, and we knew that the Republican would never get keep those rights for us to be able to abort children, and so we had to go with Bill Clinton. He was the lesser of two evils. They said that. That's- that's crazy. Yeah. That's <clears throat> insane. Uh, so what What was the, uh, you want to share with the listening audience your uh, text that you sent us about Anderson Cooper? <laughs> what about him? Cocksucker? What, what was? <laughs> 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 literally beep, and figuratively. Beep, beep, beep. Literally and figuratively. What's wrong with that? No, let's just be honest. I thought I thought Hillary and Bill wanted an honest America, transparent government, Obama. Mr. Obama said he wanted a transparent government. Let's be transparent. That's what Anderson does. When he gets off the show, it's what he goes and does. What what's he do again? He goes and has, you know, a little friend over. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, man. I'm fired up. Your emails tonight are, or your texts are hilarious, man. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised of, I mean, he is. Like, I'm surprised he's not responding seconds, to our text and email because he can't open the link. Thirty seconds into the de- 
30 seconds into the debate, he's like, Anderson Cooper's a cocksucker. Hillary's a lying bitch. You're all whores. Blah, 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 blah. It was hilarious, man. I'm cracking it's up. It's true. It's true. It is true. It is true. Oh, God. <laughs> we just Did we just jump right into the show? Did that happen? Yeah. There's no pre-show. We're just in it. This is record this where we record whatever the hell we want to, and you're going to deal with it. <laughs> exactly. I'm joined as always, always by Thomas Hunter. And, and it's all... And it's always the truth. Yes. It's always the truth. Anderson Cooper sucks dicks as a preference. <laughs> it's true. Uh, He's definitely playing for the other team. by and Kenny Crane. What's that? Whoop, whoop. Hey, I'm, just, whoop, whoop. I'm, I'm introducing everybody. <laughs> I missed it. Kenichiwa, I did, uh, and I did it for the you. Female, the female on here, in, in, in contrast, the female on here has never sucked a dick. The female commentator. She's right. a lesbo, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's very... That's uh, very um, so, we are right not now we're recording this podcast. for the listeners here. We're recording this during the presidential <laughs> debate. We decided just to get this over with so we can enjoy the rest of our week. <laughs> We're live at the presidential debate. Debate. We actually have a soundproof booth at the Seven um, Eleven at, at Ferguson. <laughs> An ATM is available, so come on in. <laughs> we're we're in the we're in the um, we're in the transgender bathroom at the Seven Eleven in, in Ferguson, <laughs> M- Missouri. Yeah, everyone's welcome. We're they have great Wi-Fi in the stalls. Usually, it's a Faraday <laughs> box in there. <laughs> I love it that 7-Eleven has like these 52 different slushies that you can get. It's like you can customize oh, your own like suit. It's oh, no, awesome. You, I mean, we've, we've all got and them. You get, and you pay, you know, $1.29 for, you know, your initial cup, your initial Coke, you know, or Diet Coke, no ice, whichever you prefer. But then minute, you're, only paying you? four, you're only paying 40 cents for the refill. So, I mean, it's a great steal if you hold on to the, the plastic <laughs> cup. So, definitely utilize that if you ever record a podcast. At the Seven Eleven, I've been using this. I've been using that same Seven Eleven cup for six months now. What about QT? They don't have QTs would, here in Ferguson. I would greatly a, prefer QT, but they don't have them in St. Louis. Mm. Well, this I'm is the Seven Eleven zone. Seven hmm. Eleven's well, not you, too bad. What do you guys want to talk about tonight? Bigfoot, aliens. Well, let's just start. So, Kenny, it's been. Uh, a couple weeks since our last podcast because Kenny has been moving across the country. How's that been? Well, we are here. We got all of our stuff in a couple days ago. My house is loaded with boxes that my wife is going to have to unpack for the next three weeks, but uh, (laughs) it's been a mad chaos. We blew a tire. We're actually driving from, we were somewhere in Missouri. I can't remember. My dad was following us. I'm in the van with the wife and the kids. My dad's behind me with my son and, and all of a sudden, I see lights flashing in my rear view mirror, and my dad pulling off to the side of the road. We blew a tire on our way into Indianapolis, and so it was like one of those, like where the lanes come into two lanes. There's like no side at all. He got it pulled off to the side of the road. We threw the spare on. We got it to Walmart and got a new tire put on. Uh, it's been chaos. My, my my last two weeks have been completely chaotic, but I'm actually happy to be back. So when Casey, when are you moving to Ohio? I am probably moving soon. 
I don't know. Give us a timeline. Three months? We'd be here by Christmas? I'll give it a three-month timeline. I've got some we need people to do the show. down here. They've got to we get need to do the first. show live and in person. All three of us around the table. Can you imagine? Yeah, that I mean, is what we need to have, like a really nice show like that. And then you don't have like, I mean, you, you did hear about Casey's, like his his yards infested with freaking poisonous rattlesnakes. Oh, yeah. So My dog got I bit mean, by an eastern diamondback and lived to talk about it. In his backyard, <laughs> on his back porch. Can you believe it? I mean, seriously, what the hell? Yeah. What do you, th- there's no reason to live in the South. I who mean, that's... lives who lives in a place that is infested by poisonous snakes? Well, I mean, about half the country. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's just not true, Hillary. I mean, anybody who lives south of Tennessee, you live in a state with poisonous snakes. Okay, but that's not half the country. Eighty percent of the country lives north of Tennessee. So that's not true. Like, oh yes, Florida, it is. Florida, Texas. Sorry, they're, they're Sorry. loaded with people. Hey, you're wrong. Look, you are look, wrong. I, I know you didn't graduate from an Ivy League college, but let me just give you a little <laughs> education here, okay? And, and you did. And you did. I didn't. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll start in the farthest northeast: Boston, New yeah. York. Yeah. Okay. Philadelphia, Washington. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Come Those on, man. Those are some big cities. Yeah. What about all of, Texas all of alone, Ohio, Houston, Chicago, Dallas, Minneapolis? Boston. No, 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 no. These are no. massive cities. I mean, there's like 30 million people in each one of these cities. <laughs> not, not counting. 30 million people in yeah, each yeah. city. Okay. I'm just there's just not, there's not one city in the United States that has 30 million people. Yeah, but, there's hey. four of them in Texas. Houston, Dallas, yeah. San Antonio, Austin. Uh, and, wait, and, and Waco. Fort Worth, Waco, Texas. I mean, Waco, there's like 30 million people in Waco, too. Okay, and then... And then all of Florida, think about that. Miami, Tallahassee, mm. uh, Orlando. There's I Orlando. Mean, Disney. Disney's in our, there's thirty million people at Disney. Yep. Clearwater. Clearwater. Sanibel uh, Island. <laughs> the key the Florida Keys. I mean they're just loaded. <laughs> Florida Keys. Now we, we <laughs> the South humans has more people. <clears throat> humans are out The South has more people. Which one are we talking? Louisiana, yeah. New Orleans. There's thirty million people in New Orleans. Oh my God! Oh my New Orleans. God. I'm, I'm dealing with morons. Can we go on? Hey, I just looked it up. The South has way more people. The North has uh, yes. like around 110,000. Uh, the South You're. has 100. <laughs> I mean, 110 million, and then the South yeah. has 121 million. Uh, the North has 110,000. <laughs> oh my God! Listen, so I'm hopped up on Dayquil right now. It. I'm hopped Casey up on Dayquil right there now. There are more people in the South. There are more people in the more South. More people in the South. I looked at the census. Right. You sound like Hillary. She just says that's not true. Okay. Do you no, not believe the census? No. Oh, the God. census is full of shit, man. <laughs> the Clintons, they made mm. the whole census shit up. None of it's true. Mm. <laughs> no one should ever yep. trust the census. They deleted all their emails. Everyone knows it. <laughs> Why aren't they asking this in the debate? <laughs> hmm. Everybody knows the Democrats register twice as many people in the South so they can get those votes. That in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, back to... Yeah, my dog got bit by a rattlesnake and it was an Eastern Diamondback. 
and it lived. My dog lived. We rushed to the animal hospital, and they're basically like, there's nothing we can do. We don't have anti-venom because that costs like $20,000. So we're like, we'll just keep him overnight and hope he lives. And he lived. Hmm. So, hmm. I'm, I'm just curious. Cool. What's an overnight visit cost at an animal hospital? It was only it was eight hundred dollars. Only eight hundred. Only eight hundred dollars, and and they didn't give them any anti venom or anything. So like you could have had them at your house, maybe. We have no idea. Mm. Do you? Know, I would have no idea. You got bit by a, a diamondback rattlesnake. I mean, shit. You let him. He might turn into like a super dog, like a well, they kept him. I mean, if he if he has like you know blood clotting or something like that, they're taking care of him. They had him on an IV. Hmm. I, I was know, thinking it's gonna be thousands. About, I was thinking it's gonna be thousands. A bullet is about fifty cents. You could have hmm. put him out of misery right there. <laughs> well, he hey, and, and you get a new dog for less than eight hundred. You get a new dog for like two or three hundred bucks. You get like a thoroughbred. Yeah. Yeah, but this dog looks like Chewbacca. I, I'm never gonna find another Chewbacca dog ever again. <laughs> he kind of does look like Chewbacca. Do you name him Chewy? No, we named a bear like a bunch of idiots. Bale, huh. like the the bear the god, the demigod, oh, bear. Bale, the demigod Bale, <laughs> Gozer, the keymaster, key Gozer, the Gozerian, the destroyer has come. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. We didn't think about anything. I didn't think. It, did you think about anything? No, I didn't think about anything. Ray. What did you do, Ray? <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. All I could think about was Summers that can't win a Pisaki. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's not. It is. It's the State Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh, <laughs> uh, that movie's so great. Did you see the new one or no? I didn't see it because it's disgusting. They put a bunch of gay, women, fat, gay fat women around it. <laughs> you so, sound like Donald I'm, Trump. I'm sorry. Can't do it. Can't do it. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, when I heard they were, I, I heard they were redoing Ghostbusters, and I remember like this was years ago, and I remember thinking, man, Bill Murray and those guys are just getting so old. How's that yeah. going to be? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just, oh gosh, I I don't know. I haven't seen it either. I'm afraid. Mm. I'd like to. Want, I wish it was good, but I just don't know how it could be. And it's not a sequel, right? It's like a remake. I mean, it's like a yeah. It's a reboot. It's a remake yeah. with three <coughs> fat lesbians. I mean, it's just wrong. It's just well, wrong. I don't understand. I heard somebody say the other day, you know, they keep on remaking, like rebooting movies from scratch. Like, it's yeah. almost as ridiculous to say, um, like, we're going to we're gonna reboot a book, like War and Peace. Oh, you know what? We need to update that to current times because it was, it's mm. you know, you read it today, it's garbage. You know what? If it's a good book, leave it alone. If it's a good movie, leave it alone. Just write a new movie. Right? Yeah. I can't yeah. stand all these remakes. Occasionally, they'll do one right, but I don't Star know. Like the newest one. Have you seen? And Star I Trek. I like actually like I like the Star Trek reboot. I actually like it. But um, have you seen Magnificent Seven? Not yet. I want to go see it. I want to see it really, really bad. Um, but uh, man, I worry about that one too. I hope it's good. Maybe we can all go see it together. We should. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. I still want to go see. Um, I still haven't seen the Quentin Tarantino's Hateful Eight. Have you? No, no, I haven't seen it. I heard that was really good. And huh. I heard 
uh, M. Night Shyamalan had a new movie. Really? Oh, he did? Yeah, my brother was telling me about it, but um, I haven't seen anything about it. So I don't know if it, maybe it's not out yet, but he mm. said he saw a thing for it the other day. So I'm hoping to see that too. Oh, have Midnight's you seen JJ? Have you seen JJ Abrams' new show, Westworld? No. Oh, I taped it last week, and the second one's on tonight. I'm taping. I haven't watched it, the first one yet. It's really interesting. So I'll, I won't spoil anything, but I'll just. It's basically like it's basically in the future where they developed AI people to and. An AI people and put them in this theme park where you could like go and live your fantasies in the West. You didn't see the movie? No, I never saw. Is, was there a movie? Yeah, see, that's so funny. You're saying that like like we didn't know. I don't know if Jason. I, I no. would think that he would know. But no, I've never heard of it. Really? Yeah. Seriously, you guys have never heard of Westworld? Never. I've no. never heard of it. That's so funny. I mean, I, I, I'll have to admit, I'm obviously a lot older than you guys, and it was when I was a kid, but Yul Brenner starred in it. He was the main cowboy in all black. And it was, so think about how long ago that was when I was a kid, and they were talking about artificial intelligence, and it was robots, and they created yeah. these worlds. Like, you could go to old, you could go to, like, you know, Tombstone, Arizona, and be a gunfighter. You could go to, I think, like, the Roman, you know, uh, Colosseum, and be a gladiator, or... Uh, Nero or whatever you wanted to be, a, you know, um, and all these different places that they had. And so that was the whole movie. And you, and it was a full, like, you know, two, three-hour movie. Yeah. So it's I was really excited like, when I saw it was coming out on HBO as a regular weekly show. It sounds like it's a little bit like Total Recall. Like, you can experience a whole, like, whatever you want, a fantasy world. Well, was yeah. Total Recall, though? Didn't you put on a headset, though? And you Well, did Total it? Recall, like, they implant a memory that you had this experience. And so like you experience yeah. it and you have a memory, but you never really did it. Yeah. See, that's not like this at all though. Cause this is real. Like it's cool. You put on the, you put on the cowboy outfit, you get a gun, you go into I know, town. But real, but like, think about this though. Like did like any past event that you had, you can't tell me 100% that it was real, that it's not a memory implanted in you right now. You could be hooked up to a matrix machine right now being like implanted with memories. Any memory you ever have in the past, how do you know it's real? Well, I think we've already established the fact that we are living in the matrix. That's just a, point, a pointless, a pointless proposition to bring up. We're trying to enjoy where we're at right now. Okay, okay we're just living in the now. Okay, we're living in. I don't want. I don't want to live. I. Okay, so I get politics really quick. Would you rather have? This. I mean, this sounds stupid. Would you rather have Trump, Hillary, or former years of Obama? Oh my God, that's disgusting. I mean, really <laughs> disgusting. I'm telling you right now, four more years disgusting. of Obama, would would anything change, I, or how bad could it be? I'm afraid Trump gets in there and like the really the world falls apart. No, my God, how, how could you honestly say that, Kenny? I mean, are you being serious right now? I'm, I'm a little <clears throat> bit serious. Are you just trying to? Okay, if you're He's, being a little bit serious, and let, let me just shut this down right now, okay? <laughs> Hillary, no, no, seriously, no, it's not, not even funny. Hillary or Obama are going to appoint two to four Supreme Court justices. This country's done. Did you did you listen to what I said when Hillary just admitted, which Obama's already admitted? He said we need a world government, a global government. We need no borders, a borderless world where yeah. the bankers, the bankers, know what's best for the people. That's what yeah. they both said. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? We're all global citizens. Anybody, anybody would be better than, than either one of those two, whether it's Trump or anybody. My God. 
That's disgusting know. to even think about. We need somebody to stand up that's not a politician that'll do what's right and give this country a chance to, to come back from the abyss that we're about to fall into. Because if we get one of those other two people, it, it will be the abyss. We need Trump. We need somebody that's the non-politician that will bring in the best people that will bring this country together. I mean, that's disgusting. That's what the elites have always done. They divide us, divide us, divide us because they want to have no borders. So it's you so, don't think so that vile. Trump... You don't think Trump's another elite, that he's just another no. plant, a Bilderberg no. Group member, and Absolutely they're trying to not. backdoor a third-party candidate in there? Absolutely they're, not. They're fooling the rest of us. Absolutely not. It, I think it is without a doubt, and I, I guarantee you that it will come out someday, whether it's here or whether it's in heaven, you're going to find out and see that Barack Obama was a plant, that he did. It's a, it's a, I can't remember what the name of it's for. Maybe the producer can look it up for us real quick. But the Muslim faith has a thing where it's like lie, cheat, steal, go underground, hide in plain sight and say whatever you have to say for a political and a, and a spiritual jihad that will destroy the enemy. And that's what he's done with this country. If you guys have your, if anybody had their minds open, you would see he's destroyed the Constitution. He's destroyed health care. He's destroyed our borders. He's given billions of dollars to our enemies. He circumvented the Constitution and the Congress by doing executive orders one after another. It's it's maniacal and, and just diabolical, but nobody is willing to accept it. It'll come out. Mark my words. Someday it'll come out. He'll either Mark admit him. it and have the balls. If he's got the balls, which I'd love to arm wrestle him, but if he's got the balls <laughs> to come out and admit it like a, a, a true jihadist would, he would come out when he's done and, and leaves office and says, hey, I am a Muslim. That's my faith. I didn't want to tell you guys. F you. And that, I'd have more respect for him. I kind of hope that when he's done here, he'll go over to the Middle East and put on the full garb and like takes over a country over there and says, yeah, I did it. I screwed all you guys over. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. What if they're giving yeah. all this money to Iran? Like, you know, billions and billions of dollars you know, and all all this other stuff, and then and then he's the next president of Iran. How great would that be? That'd be awesome. But he see he won't give that up though. See, that's what's so funny. These people that want to destroy America and hate it, as long as they can stay in power and keep it rich, they they love America. They want to be. He wants to golf. He wants to have. I mean, can you imagine what the presidential library is going to be like and the foundation that Barack Hussein Obama starts, where where he gets a an open checkbook just to do whatever he wants. <laughs> He'll give secrets and special interest money from every country, every terrorist country in the world. He'll get billions of friggin' dollars. He'll say, hey, it's all mine and never we, pay a penny of taxes. We should figure out how to get some of this money that goes out, you know, these billions of dollars that go out. We should just start yeah. a fake organization, you know, the secret, you know, society to destroy America. The secret and then maybe record somebody's this. Got the secret record this studio. And then, and then yeah. they will give billions of dollars to us to destroy America from within. I think we could probably do that from the podcast. Okay, let me just let me just make a point real quick here. So while they're sitting there talking about Donald, about some things he said about women or whatever that BS, and and trying to say that oh, you know, he didn't pay taxes, you know, for a couple of years because he had a write off, which is totally legal, and the, and the system that Hillary and her henchmen created. Okay, they they created all that, and he just followed the law and did it. Um, we sit there and talk about that like Anderson, you know, C.S. Cooper does. And 
what they what they don't what they won't say is is when they when they did Hillary and Bill's taxes, you know that they took in I don't know how many hundreds of millions of dollars. I think it was close to two billion or whatever in the um, Clinton Foundation. Okay, now you ready for this? Right. This is just a fact. Look it up. It's it's like Hillary says. Go to fact check at Hillary com and and but really what you need to do is you go to the public records and their charitable organization. Uh, had 96% of all money brought in went to expenses, okay? Yeah. Expenses, salaries, jets, their daughter, them, all these different things, right? Guess what? Guess where their biggest donation went to of all that money? It was, uh, I believe it was $700,000, which is nothing, right? When you take in billions, $700,000 went to one charitable organization that is so bizarre, it doesn't even say what they do. And guess what? That charitable organization, they give the donations, you know, just like churches do too, right? You know, like a church takes in money, but churches, yeah. they donate money all the time to like orphanages overseas and whatever. Yeah. Th- their biggest their biggest donation for the Clinton Foundation was seven hundred grand. It went to this obscure charity. I don't know where it was, New York or something. And guess what? who that charity donated their money to Clinton foundation, the Clinton foundation, honest to God, I can't make this up. That is how bizarre and sick it is. Their biggest donation went to this crazy, weird charity and they turned around and said, we we really believe in what the Clinton foundation is doing. And so they gave it back to them. So they didn't have to pay taxes on it again. Why? But my question is, why didn't Donald bring that up in the first debate and why isn't he bringing it up in this debate? Why is he, I mean, the emails is one thing, but why, why isn't he going hard after that on the Clinton? I think he's, I think he's going to bring, I think he's going to bring up certain things, but I do think he might've gotten some good advice. Finally, that says, Hey, look, the American people, they don't care. They're looking at their cell phones. So you need to get on one good point and just crush her on it. And maybe if he brings up another one, that's good too. But if not, I mean, stick with something they can walk away with. Yep, you know what? He really got her. Yes, she is a lying bitch. Yep, yep, yep. She did do that. She did destroy the emails. She did lie to Congress. Okay, so maybe they, maybe that's what they need to do. I don't know. Yeah, well, the, and, and we've said this before, but it's the truth. I was reminded of it earlier, but um, the government is not the solution to make America to any, great again. To anything. To anything. Listen to, to anything. Right. Go listen. Go listen to. Go listen to Ronald Reagan. He said the government wants to destroy you. They want to take your money. They right. want to use it irresponsibly, and they want to waste it and throw it away. <clears throat> right. The, well, the government <clears throat> is is should be run by the people. Right. But even even on a social level, and so a lot of people will say, as far as the liberals or the Democrats, that they're the ones giving social. Uh, you know, uh, help to, you know, homeless people and, and people in need and hungry people and all this other stuff. Um, tonight I went to a, uh, it was a, I don't know, an awareness fundraiser type of thing. Uh, there's an organization in the town that I just moved in and they do, um, they're a nonprofit organization, an outreach program. And, uh, part of the problem here in this town where I live in, there's a large number of, uh, homeless people and it's just it's crazy to even think about it that you don't see it and you don't think about it that much but um all these shelters have all these uh built-in um policies and rules about accepting people in and Hmm. so 
one of the policies about accepting people in is like if you have a felony, then they don't accept people in because they're trying to make it a family friendly environment. You know, if you have kids or homeless and everything else, and that's fine. But um, the shelter said there's so many people out there that have different types of felonies and criminal backgrounds and everything, which is why they're on the street, which is why they can't get a job, which is why they can't get a house or rent an apartment or anything else. And so there's a void in the marketness, you know, kind of to say about, you know, these people that honestly really, truly need help. Mm. And, um, you know, they, they just told some stories that are just outrageous, you know, of people like, you know, we're approaching wintertime and they just told a story of this like little three-year-old kid comes up with his mom and he's wearing these like thin rubber boots, like rain boots. They're not even winter boots. They're like rain boots. And he's like freezing. They said his feet were like frozen and he's just limping in. And they took his boots off and they put him over some like a heat register and, um, you know, all this other stuff. Well, here's here's a, a homeless family who gets lost in the government bureaucracy of, of trying to help people that, and, and pe they can't get help. Barack Obama. You know? Barack Obama. Yeah, the Barack Obama. That's perfect. Very good. But 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 I mean, to hear the story after story after story who in this Obama, uh, you know, thing that he's supposed to help people. There's thousands of people not getting help right now, mm -hmm. you know, but they're, they're small local organizations. They're nonprofit, non-denominational, whatever. They're not tied to churches, but they're doing real help. And they're just seeking like volunteer staff, you know, they're right. just seeking, you know, uh, you know, support to help with a food pantry and clothing. They're asked, you know, they said, uh, one of the big needs, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but it just, it interested me tonight. Um, they said women shop a lot and they buy new coats and new pants and new shirts and all this stuff and so they have a ton of women's clothing like women's coats and stuff like that they said like there's a huge need for men's coats because men tend to buy a coat and they keep it forever they keep it till it falls apart mm -hmm. and so um you know just real needs out there nobody in the government's talking about giving homeless people coats that's not right. something on the government radar they don't talk about that you know so the real need to fix america to make america great again starts on a local level with real americans People willing to give their coat to a homeless guy, you know, people willing to help soup food, you know, in a soup kitchen or something, you know, mm. all the, all mm -hmm. this crap that they talk about Hillary and, and Trump. I'm telling you, it, none of it. I don't, they're not going to make a difference. They're making policies on such a big scale that really don't affect anybody. You know, I just don't see it. I mean, there's big picture and small picture stuff. I get there's big picture policies that they set into place. There's a lot of small policy things that aren't getting done right now. There's a lot of people hurting right now. That's what kills right. me. Right. I agree. I don't know. But that's government. That's why we got to get rid of the government. We got to get small, yes. small, small. It's three. Right. I would much rather I would much rather say, hey, you set the tax rate at whatever you want, but all of it except for 3%. Washington gets 3% and then and then close the damn city down, close all the lobbies down, all the bankers, all the friggin' bullshit, all the Wall Street crap. You get 3% to provide for the military and the common defense, and that's it. The rest goes to the states to help the people locally in your own state and or right. I would even be willing to say half of it goes to the state and half of it goes equally to all the churches in the in the state to help people because the churches would do a better job as, as as corrupt as a lot of churches have gotten i think they would still do a better job and i think if they well, they had a chance to do better i think that they would i you know i think there ought to be an application for that process not just freely handed out to churches because right. half no, the I churches agree. out there are garbage but i know they I'm need to show big big picture I know. i'm talking no i'm with picture. you but people people need to show it's like it's return on investment and so, like you said, the Clinton Foundation, you know, like 96% of their stuff goes to, you know, staff and, and 
resources and planes and jets and fuel and everything else. Um, you know, Goodwill, Salvation Army, these are some of the worst people to give money to. Oh, they're horrible. Co- their cost, you know, the, the the cost of being open is outrageous. You know, it's in the it's this, in the ninety percent. Okay, it's, it's awful. in the ninety and the high nineties normally, which is disgusting. Yeah, it should it should be like it should be reverse. You should be able to run the operations on ten percent, and ninety percent should go to the people in need. Well, period. Here's the thing, though. It's that even ten percent is high because I'm telling you, this organization that that did this fundraiser thing tonight, um, they have zero staff members. One hundred percent of their workers are volunteer. One hundred percent of their uh, uh, money comes into the facility and uh, resources to the people, and the facility doubles up as a homeless shelter. Mm. So the facility itself is actually giving back to the people too. Like they've got zero overhead cost, mm-hmm. which is amazing. But those are the organizations that deserve more money because the return on investment is you know a thousand percent. Right. You know. Where the return on investment on Salvation Army, Goodwill, any of those organizations are like three or four percent, maybe five yeah. percent if you're doing good, which is a I joke, agree. complete I joke. I agree. How are we going to change it? Let's change it. I don't know. I mean, it's we need like just an think, just think about that. The hundred, the hundred and fifty billion dollars they just sent to Iran, a hundred and fifty billion dollars. Like, if you just divide that up, I don't even know. Into, um, I mean, if you, just fifty states equally, that's three billion dollars a state. And if you took in the the you know the state of Ohio has eighty eight counties, and so if you took three billion divided by eighty eight counties, how much is that? Let me let see me, if I can do the math. While you're doing that, thinking about that math, let me just bring up something real quick. A hundred and fifty billion dollars. People just think they throw those numbers around. They they don't even understand and comprehend how big it is. Do you know that every expert agrees? Whether it's the government, whether it's it's a freelance scientist, whether it's edu- the education system at colleges, they all agree that our our grid, our power grid, is almost destroyed. It's so antiquated that a cheap little country like North Korea, they fly, you know, they fly a a, um, a satellite over the United States. I think it flies right over the heart of the United States twice a day. They could put in the cheapest little dirty bomb they make, blow it up over that. And that EMP would shut us down, and we would be back in the Stone Ages. Do you know they could fix yeah. the whole power grid? They said for two billion, just yeah. two, two billion yeah. completely fix a power grid, but they won't do it. Why? Why won't they do it? It's control. It it's, is control. It, That's exactly yeah. right. Okay, so give one hundred fifty billion. Give one hundred fifty billion to terrorists, but don't fix the power grid. Right. Think about this. Okay, so yeah, I'm just doing this. One hundred and fifty billion. Divided by 50 states is 3 billion a state. And if you took 3 billion divided by the 88 counties that are in the state of Ohio, that's $34 million per county. I'm telling you, Mm. if you put a $34 million facility in the heart of every county to say, you know, this is going to be for food and clothing and benefits and health and everything else you could ever want, $34 million, that's an insane amount of money. Nobody would be in need. Anybody in need could get immediate help. They could get back on their feet and make America great again. Just off of $150 billion, they just give it to Iran. Isn't that amazing? It's com- it's com- I just solved it right there. The $150 billion <laughs> that you just gave to Iran, you give it to the local people, $34 million right. per county. Yep. And, and on a local level, you give it to an organization that has a 1,000% return. And yeah. you, um, instantly, overnight, America would change. Overnight, America would be different. 
Right. So why don't we why don't we demand that from our government? Say, hey, we're sick of you taking the money and having caviar and big big planes. We want the hundred fifty billion spread out through the states, and we'll just change everything. You know, well, we'll bring in jobs, manufacturing. You could take the yeah. money and, and build a, a build a, a manufacturing plant in every single state and say, hey, anybody that wants a job, come show up. Right. It's even worse than that. It's even more sick than that if you think about it. That's $150 billion to one terrorist country, not counting the under hundreds of billions and even trillion dollars that we send overseas every single year. Right. Um, I heard one. one. I know. I heard one, one uh, minister say this one time, uh, and it made all the sense in the world. He said, um, you know, when you're on an airplane and, and, and there's trouble and you lose oxygen and the mask fall, he said, you know, they instruct you to put the mask on yourself so that you can help the people around you. And he right. said, you know, if you put the mask on the person beside of you, you could pass out and die and then everybody around you would die. Mm-hmm. And he said, there's, there's a certain element to help yourself to make sure that you can help everybody else. Right. And so, you know, I know people can use that, you know, you can spin that however you want. But the truth is, America, we're not even helping ourselves. There's people dying in our own backyard. And if right. we just were to help ourselves, just say one year, we're going to not send any money to anywhere in the, else in the world. We're going to keep this money local and help ourselves make America great again. And all of a sudden, we're the most prosperous nation in the world times 100. And we can help everybody. There's plenty enough money and resources to help everybody. You know, we just need to get America great again. You know, I know that that sounds stupid, but it's true, one hundred percent. No, it is. It's totally true, and I agree with you. And and when you say that about helping yourself, like think about the hundreds of thousands, this disgrace of the hundreds of thousands of uh, veterans that live homeless that are on the streets. But he will not fix it. This president has had eight years. He won't even help his own people. Chirac, yeah. Chicago has more murders in one year than all the people died in 9-11 in yeah. one year. And he, yeah. and he hasn't even ever gone there. He's not even shown up to, to help. Yeah, completely ridiculous. Wake up, America. Wake the F up. Uh, you know, I really would like to just sit down with people. I wish we could just have our own town hall and say, look, I want blacks, Hispanics, Asian, you know, anybody to show up and just say, look, let's just talk honest for a second. I know that you've been told that, you know, the Republicans or the white man or whatever has, has beat you down. That's a lie. Why would you believe the? Look at where you're at right now. Why are your inner cities so messed up? You know, why is our thing so screwed up? And because of that lie. And don't get me wrong. Every Republican in Congress, every Republican in D.C. right now should be should be tried and hung. They, they're all they're all treasonous the way that they've let these things happen to our country, whether yeah. it's homeless veterans or, or children who are, are, are starving in the streets or inner cities, you know, gun violence by the gangs, all those things. They, they are treasonous and they should all be in, in prison or hung, period. They really should. So it's not just it's not Democrats. It's not Republicans. It's, it's all politicians and all greedy power in D.C. And so yeah. if we won't wake up to that, we're doomed as a country. And, you know, just. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Well, and <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm fed up with it. I'm done. I don't even know. Like I've lost interest in it, and they've. I'm the one that shouldn't lose interest. I mean, I'm the average American, right? I mean, I got a wife and a kid, and a, you know, a wife and a couple kids, and I got a job and everything. You know, like when you turn people like me off, now all of a sudden you're you know you're leaving it in the hands of people who don't know what they're doing. You know, 
Yep. Bunch of ignorant people out there voting for. Honestly, it's like you know. Do you remember when you guys were in school, and you know, you, you know, at elementary level or junior high, they would have you know student council, and everybody yeah. would elect someone to student council, and you know, they'd say the student council, they'd be like, we're gonna we're gonna have pizza every day. We're gonna put a concession thing in the in the cafeteria, and we're gonna be able to drink mm-hmm. pop in school. It's like, what are you talking about? What do you think student yep. council does? None of that garbage. And all these are empty promises. You know, to a sixth grader, they don't know the difference. You know, it's like, well, they they said they're going to try to get us pizza every day of the week. Well, you you have no control over that stuff. Yep. Half this stuff, the president has no control over. But the policies that are put into place by the Supreme Court judges and all the people that they nominate and elect, you know, that they uh, put into power, that's the part that changes from the top down. That's where you yep. need someone like a Trump who is claiming he's going to put in conservatives into power to be able to do that because that's that's where real change is going to come. And we haven't talked about this, but the the ad that Hillary Clinton has coming out, um, I've seen it three or four times now, and it shows her um, like as 18 years old talking about the children, the children, the children. And then, you know, she's like 25, the children, the children. She's 35, the children. And they have her the whole her whole life talking about the children. Right. And she comes at the very end and she goes, you know, I have always fought for the children of America. And I believe that the children of America deserve a chance to do this and this and this and this. And all all Trump would have to say is, so are you also fighting for the unborn children, the children that you kill, that you allow to be put to death right before they, they come out of the womb, right, right before birth, partial birth abortion? Are you the fighting sev- for that child? The 70 million children on her watch. And if you've been doing it your whole life, how come we don't see any improvement? Why do you keep saying it's so bad? Why do we still need you in there to fight for them? If if you did anything these last 35 years, wouldn't they all be in great shape? No, they're not. No. Because because you and your cronies have been in control. In a large part, I think our children were better off 35 years ago. Oh, for sure they were. You know, you I mean, it's only gotten worse. I know. Yeah. It's it's completely ridiculous. But 35 years ago, everything was different. You didn't receive all the social benefits from the government. It was done on a local level. You'd have communities and churches and people like that right. helping people. Right. I yep. don't know. It's backwards. And the government is too big. It's it's just it's just flat out too big. That's oh, the biggest way, more, way too big. More than anything else, that's the biggest problem. It's just too big. We're screwed. We're screwed. Have you uh, listened to any Alex Jones lately? <clears throat> no. I just I haven't I haven't listened to him actually in years. It's just I haven't got a chance to. But I'm just wondering, is he is he back in Trump? I don't think he's back in anybody. I think he's totally against Hillary. He's, he's trying to speak the truth about her, and I think he feels like. Donald would be better for us, I, I think, but I don't know. I'm, Here's I'm, I'm one not thing. putting all my trust in Alex Jones either because I think he's a little, you know, crazy too. But, you know, the Hillary, honestly, the truth is Hillary would be the worst thing in the world, right? Can you think of Absolute. anything worse than Hillary? No. I can't. Would you rather have Bernie Sanders or Hillary? Oh, God. Well, Bernie only because nobody would take him seriously. So I think that the Congress, you know what? Honestly, our problem is D.C. Donald's the only one that's going to go in there and tell him, say, you guys are done. You guys are done. I'm done with you. The American people are done with you. He would be like Reagan and say, we, the people, we don't want this shit anymore. That's it. It's over. 
Do you think if he said it like that, his numbers would go up? We don't want this shit anymore. He should yes, say that on national TV. I think, I think he should. I would. If I was running for president, <laughs> which I wish I would have now. I would say. Hey. I, honestly, we should get Thomas Hunter on the ticket for 2020. If we started right now, we could get Thomas Hunter on the ticket. Why don't you run for mayor and then jump straight to VP? Or mayor, governor, president. It takes too should, long. Yeah, I should you, go straight for governor if I do anything, honestly. Governor. Because uh, the Ohio governor is, I mean, obviously, you know, our guy is a complete loser. I mean, he's as, as big a loser as any politician ever was. Um, so I think I could win Ohio and then, bam, just go right for the White House. When's the... Uh, When's the governor up? What what year does that take place? I don't even know. I don't even know, to be honest with you. Probably, I mean, you got to start that stuff quick, man, if you're going to do it. Yeah. Would you really do it? I mean, seriously, if you knew that you had a real chance, like a real shot. I really would. Know? And I, I really would. And I honestly, I thought about it um, before Kasich ran this last time. I honestly... I really, really was considered. I wasn't Strickland. Yeah, it was when Strickland was running. I thought about trying to get on the ticket as a Republican or as an independent. And Strickland won, and he screwed everything. We had a billion dollar surplus. He spent every penny of it, blew it like a typical Democrat. And now he's running again. Um, now he's. No, I'm sorry. Now he's running for senator against Rob Portman, which is hilarious. And he, I mean, he's like 78 years old, and he's like, well, you know. Um, I probably need the money a lot more than Rob Portman does. Like that is his reason for running. He yeah. said that. That's this recorded. I mean, he could go get any other job in the world. He doesn't need to run for office. And they love it but though. I mean, they got he, they got to stay in it, man. I mean, those He's not those qualified people, to do anything else. What else is he going to do? He, yeah, he's not qualified to run a country or a government or a city or a state, but yet he is going to, you know, he gets a chance. It's just so disgusting. How's he even got a chance to run? That's what's so amazing to me. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like like Strickland has a point, like a, what, what was it, 4.1% chance of winning. So, Who? Strickland has a 4.1% oh, chance yeah, of winning. Oh, yeah, good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. See, I bet if you ran as the Ohio third-party candidate, and you were pro marijuana, because now you're going to reach you know a lot of the liberals, mm -hmm. you know, and 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 you kind of play that back and forth just a little bit. You're a conservative, and yet you have some forward thinking ideas. I'm telling you, I think you could win Ohio in a landslide. I think so. I really, honestly, I really do. No joking. I I really do. I believe that. And I hope they bring all these recordings out and say, "Did you hear what he said?" I say, "Darn right, I said it." And I'll say it again right now because who's running against me? Let's see. Anderson uh, Cooper sucks cock. And I'll say it again. <laughs> CS. Cooper, Cooper Anderson will not be doing the debates, the Ohio debates. I would love for no, him to be, come on. It'd be the WBT, I'd, or not WBT. Uh, no, and no pun intended by that. Channel right, 10. Yeah, no pun intended. I'd say, Anderson, look, your lifestyle is your lifestyle. I'm not going to, you know, condemn you. I definitely am going to love the sinner, and I'm going to hate the sin. And I, <laughs> I pray 
that you would <laughs> that you would see that you've never seen uh, you know, a male grizzly bear get it on with another male grizzly bear and have a, a, a bear cub. That just has never happened. So I'm just hoping that maybe you'll wake up and see the truth of that because, trust me, women are amazing. Like when I see them and I want to kiss them and grab their coochie. <laughs> oh, did I just say that? Did I just say that on the no, recording? this is locker room talk. Don't worry. It's this locker room talk. This is locker room talk. talk. Yeah. <laughs> See how disgusting that is? I mean, it's just so stupid. It's so stu- hey, I, I did hear, listen to this, though. This was hilarious. This guy wrote this article, and he said, he said, so let me get this straight. He said, you're telling me, Hillary, that all the women in America are outraged over some words that Donald said on a bus when he, you know, was just, you know, like you say, locker room talk or whatever. He said, if that's true, who in the hell bought 80 million copies of Fifty Shades of Grey then? <laughs> yeah you know yeah. it's just a yeah. joke it's a joke it they want to just keep bringing that up and bringing that up instead of just the, what about the truth what about the facts what about Benghazi what about 33,000 emails bleached and scrubbed you know what about a billion dollars in your fund in your nonprofit that didn't go to anybody are you kidding me come on man yeah mm. Hey, why, okay, since we've been saying you brought all this crap up, let me just go ahead and throw this out there so we can get this out on the table, get it over with, and move on to the next thing. But LeBron James is an idiot, okay? He says he's back LeBron in Hillary, James. so it's, it's, it's one of two things. He's either ignorant and doesn't know any better, like most people that would vote for Hillary really are ignorant, or he's so, uh, he's so weak of, of character that he's willing to say that to keep, like, what he thinks is the mainstream people like, Oh, they'll like me more people will like me. I'll sell more shoes and more t-shirts. Cause he doesn't take a, a good stand, you know? And, and just like these people, like the, you know, the, the, uh, people that take a knee, um, at the, the national anthem, yeah. that kind of, that kind of stupid thing. What are they, yeah. what are they protesting? I've never, no one's ever told me what, what are you protesting? He's like Colin Kaepernick. And now they're doing high school cheerleaders are doing it. Did you see where East, um, East Carolina, the band members, half of them did it, and the East Carolina fans booed them off the field. And the Good. university and the university said, "We will never uh, allow our games to be televised again, and you people are not allowed to do it unless you stand for the national anthem." It's disgusting. Yeah. Good. Good. Good for them. Because um, they're, what they're doing doesn't do anything. They're not. They don't even know what they're 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 no. protesting. And it doesn't help anything. Even just like the whole thing with the Black Lives Matters, haven't we dispelled this? Why do they want to keep going down this road? Let, let's get real well, reform. Let's get let's get a president in there that actually cares about Black lives, and doesn't want to use them for political gain, like like Barack and Hillary do. I mean, get somebody in there that actually cares about Black lives. Clean up the inner cities. Get them off welfare. You know, give them a chance for jobs, for housing. It's disgusting. Well, that's the whole joke about the whole thing, anyways, because they're complaining about police brutality. Which I agree. Sometimes the police are unchecked, and if they don't right. have cameras and stuff, there's no way to know what they're doing and what they're not doing. So I agree that, that that probably does happen. But the facts are the facts, and the police kill more white people every single year than black people. Right. That's a fact. And to say, you know, if, you, if you're trying to make it a Black Lives Matter thing, then you're flat out wrong. If your issue is against police brutality, then, then okay. Maybe let's talk about it, but then let's not just like keep it on the surface. Let's really talk about it because probably 99% of the people who actually die are doing something illegal at the time. 
whether it's dealing drugs or running away, fleeing arrest, you know, whatever else. You know, these people are not like just sitting at Olive Garden and the cops come storming in and shoot them dead while they're eating spaghetti. You know right. what I'm saying? That doesn't happen. This is not right. Germany, you know, 1920. You know, right. they're not just rounding people up randomly. I mean, this is this is 2016. And when people are breaking the law and the cops st run in on the situation, they're trying to dict you know, they're trying to determine things so quickly, sometimes it's difficult to make a decision. So, um, you know, I get it. Let's talk about it. But they don't want to really talk about the real details of it. Because once you right. say, well, that black person died because they were dealing drugs and the cops busted in and they pulled something from their pocket and the cops shot him dead. They didn't know if it was a knife or a gun or anything else. Right. Well, they, they don't want to talk about that because that's inconvenient to talk about. Right. I'm all for like policing police brutality and, yeah. you know, in a matter of words. But I, I am for that because they should be held to account. But you know what? Once again, like you said, 90 percent of the people are are criminals trying to shoot them right. it's more it's more whites killed than blacks and so you know let's let's get the truth out first before we move on to the next thing and while we're while we're doing that if we're talking about you know corrupt brutality then let's go to washington clean that out first right well the debate is officially over i'm looking at it it's everybody's over everybody's smiling and shaking hands I can't. I, you know what? I wouldn't have shook her hand, honestly, if I was him. I wouldn't have done it. I would not yeah. have done it. Ugh. I can't stand it. Well, just, you know, Bill Clinton is there. And just the fact that Bill Clinton could show his face in something right. like this. He has I, no shame. No shame. No shame. I don't know. I do. I hope Trump wins. I really do. Yeah. I hope he does, too. I just, and I'm not, I'm not gonna, I mean, I, I wish I could pull the whole line of if Hillary wins, I'm moving to Ireland or Canada. The problem is they're all, they're all liberal. You know, this right. is the last, you know, corner of the world where, you know, we're trying to have some conservative values, you know, where yeah. we don't want to support, you know, uh, you know, abortion and, and, you know, all those other crazy liberal things that, that everybody tries to push. Yeah. I can't stand it. Uh. Okay, Casey, do you got uh, what else you got on the radar there? Um, really not a whole lot on the radar. I mean, really it's just been a lot of politics stuff that's been going on the past couple of weeks. Talked a little bit about Westworld. Um, I can throw something out there. Yeah. I can throw something out there from a sports perspective. Um, once again, I continue week after week to be vindicated by the fact that I would have chosen Carson Wentz as my first pick overall uh, while the, the Los Angeles Lambs wallow <laughs> in, in defeat uh -huh. with, their, with their backup quarterbacks and the, that stupid uh, – what's their head coach's name? T uh, Fisher. Yeah. Jeff Fisher. Fisher the, yeah, the Fisher, the dumb Fisher. Um, so he takes, you know, the guy from Cal, um, and then he's not even dressed – but, you know, they're bringing him along slow because the guy has no idea. He's too small, too skinny, can't do it. And so Carson Wentz just goes out there and just continues to kick butt. I think they did lose today. They're 4-1 they're and one now. Um, I can't remember who they played. I think they played uh, Detroit, and I think Detroit jumped out to, like, a really quick, like, 21 nothing lead because the defense just had some major miscues. 
Yeah. Um, but Carson played great again. And I just every week I'm vindicated. And Cleveland is just the dumbest football team Dude. ever. I mean, the Awful. Lambs are second. Lambs are second, but Cleveland's because so so. Here's the thing. Let's back up real quick on Cleveland. They take Johnny Manziel, five foot seven, um, a major gambling problem, and obviously an alcoholic. And they they couldn't yeah. see that. Once again, we need you know. If I'm not going to be governor, I need to be head coach of a NFL team <laughs> so I can take them to the Super Bowl. And I'm willing to take Cleveland as bad as I they are and as stupid as they are. I would take Cleveland and turn that team around if you're listening up there. Okay, I yeah. really would because yeah. these guys they have no common sense. They can't even pick people. So they mess up with Johnny Manziel. They're bringing a new coach. Great, the guy's got you know. I think the guy's got some stuff going on. He seems like an up and comer. And what does he do? He goes out. And <laughs> and takes RG3. Okay, so RG3, a notoriously injured quarterback who should have never been drafted in, in the first round himself. So he's injured all the time at Washington. So, you know, they decide, oh, let's bring him into Cleveland. He's going to be, you know, our savior, okay? Right. Hurt, horrible, interceptions, loses games, you know. So, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you're an a-hole. Well, they're a-holes. <laughs> and so... Once again, I would love the chance to take them over. I could bring a championship to Cleveland. Um, I really could if they if they're listening. Did just give me give me one shot. You know, you guys don't know how to recruit. You have no common sense. You could have yeah. Carson, and so you you did the double down. I mean, you take Johnny Manziel, an idiot, and then you turn around and you take RG three and blow all did, that money. It's did you see the game today? Terrell Pryor was quarterbacking. Well, and why is that? Because everybody got hurt, okay? Because they don't know. know how to recruit. They don't know how to run an offense. They don't know how to call plays. So their quarterbacks get hurt. And then the, the poor guy, um, what's the guy that they had from USC, the rookie? Uh, uh, Case, Casey. No. What's the guy's name? Uh, I can't come remember. On. Oh, no. He's, he was the rookie from USC that they drafted, right? Carson Palmer. No. <laughs> No, what is Leinhardt. his name? I'm sure, I'm sure all the listeners. Keenum? No, Matt Leinhardt. All the listeners, the listeners are out there going like, "It's so and so, you dummies!" And yeah, uh, no, Terrell so Pryor was their number one wide receiver this year. I mean, you know, a, a, a college football guy, a college, uh, yeah, college quarterback is the Browns' number one wide receiver. He's yeah. their fifth string quarterback, fifth, and yeah. he start he played today a majority of the snaps. As yep. their quarterback, their best wide receiver played his quarterback. Great. He's doing great at receiver. He really is. I mean, he's yeah. really showing some skills. He's got that height. That, see, they need to get a quarterback. They'll throw it up to him more. They got to get it up higher. And he's, he's been, fast, he's, dude. He's been making Pryor some good. Is yeah, fast. yeah, he's been making some good catches. I don't like him at quarterback there because he runs lateral. Like he could have had a couple of big runs when you plant your foot and go north and south. He could have had some big runs. But, but he's, he's not, trying to go to the outside. He's not. He's not an NFL quarterback, and I don't think anybody wants him to be. I don't think the Browns want him. He's their fifth string. That's right. how bad no, the Browns are. They're on their fifth I, string quarterback. I totally agree. I totally agree. But they have put him in, in the Wildcat and been successful when he runs north and south. Yeah, well, which is okay. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a good give him mix. one or two snaps a game. Right. Well, that's one. <laughs> thing. But but yeah. I don't but know. any, I'm but a, yeah. So once again, it's just the Browns, typical, typical Browns again. So, but anyway, the other guy that was the quarterback from USC, he actually was looking kind of decent. But once again, it's horrible play calling for him. They put him in a yeah. terrible situation, terrible play calling. But the kid had he, the kid had some stuff going on. Yeah. 
Well, that, yeah, that whole team needs... I mean, they just need to blow it up and start over because it's awful. Maybe. They actually have some good pieces. Like, Joe Hayden is a decent cornerback. Joe Thomas is a decent decent, you know, left tackle. I mean, they've got some decent guys in there. You just need to clean it up some. Mm-hmm. And Pryor, even though Pryor's their best wide receiver, Pryor would be a pretty good slot guy. Like, if you picture him, like, as a Gronkowski, like your third wide receiver slot man coming right. across the middle with some speed, he's got height and speed. I mean, he yeah. could be an incredible number two or number three wide receiver. Pryor's not a number one. If you take Pryor and put him on Pittsburgh, he might not even crack the starting lineup. Uh, well, we're we're at an hour here. Do we want to go to the the after show? After show, post show. Yeah, I'm feeling like okay. shit. Let's go post to the after show. show.